Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. <laughs> That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. It's produced by Barry Castagnola, and our special guest is Ed Gamble, who joins us remotely. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. Headlines this week. Who frothed it? Dung, 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 dung. Someone's had a poo on the wedding dance floor, and we want to know who dunged it. Pitter-patter of tiny tweet, Rod sends his first ever tweet, and listeners' minds are not at all blown. Midnight Gambler, Ed Gamble invites us into his bedroom and shows off his game show trophies. We're going to need a bigger vegetable rack. Woman buys massive potato. Stars in their legs, Amanda Holden's knees are a veritable who's who of stage and screen. Allegedly. And Ratapooey. Rat tries to climb up Sean's arse. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. It, okay, it didn't. It did. It didn't. It did. It didn't. It did. And those were the headlines. I won that. Right, I suppose we, um, I suppose we better look at the social media before we get started. Well, that sounds encouraging. Well, go on <laughs> Surprise me. Okay, we've had a few tweets. Okay. Obviously. Right. Oh, <laughs> one from Hewin Roberts. As a grumpy middle-aged man, it's probably best I don't start to think about the things that annoy the froth out of me. We could be here a while. All right, okay, so you've asked for um, things that annoy the froth out of people. Yeah. And he's basically written in to say that he won't be writing in to tell us yeah. what annoys him. Brilliant. Yeah. Which is annoying, isn't it? So Hugh has written in to tell us he won't be writing in. Yeah. Brilliant. Which okay. is, well, you know... Well, certainly set the bar high. This is definitely not as disappointing <laughs> as I thought it would be. Okay, do you want to hear the next one? Uh, no. Come on. But yes. Uh, right, this is from Alison Johns. Right. My husband has taken to following me around the house and trying to strike up a conversation about really boring <laughs> topics. I think Alison and I may be kindred spirits. Uh, how fast the lawn grass is growing, how many poos the dog did on his walk, that you talk about this, and the exact colour and consistency of them. I am quite interested in that. How many slices he managed to get out of his banana during... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, come on. Hey. You would get on like a house on fire. Don't get me wrong, when he was talking you about could... how fast the grass is growing, I was interested... The dog poo, you definitely got me. I'm really, I want to, yeah. I want to talk to this guy I, now. How many slices he got out of his banana to put on his? You love this man. Not anymore. I can see you two drinking whiskey, wait into the early hours of the morning next to a fire, oh, just going for it. You had how many slices out of your <laughs> banana? Anyway, anyway, so yes, I don't want to shout at him or kill him because he's handy in the garden and he walks the dog. How can I let him know kindly that I'm not interested in this shit? <laughs> How can I, I let just... him know kindly that I'm not interested in his shit? <laughs> and I just want to get on with painting by numbers or crochet in peace. I God. feel for her. Honest nah. to God, I feel for you, Alison. Do you know what I do? I just, an, I've I... learned to kind of just look at him as though I am listening, but just tune it out. There you go. Like an irritating tap. Good advice. And can I just tell you that, that that is reciprocal. I am more than happy for us to spend the rest of our married life looking at each other, pretending we're listening. 
now. It's the secret. It's the secret to a long or at least tolerable marriage. Right, that's enough of that. Let's get our special guest. Barry, can you get Ed Gamble on the line, please? Uh, now then, listen, thanks for, do- thanks for doing the froth, the podcast. You probably didn't know it was called that. I did, I've seen tweets. Have you? You're, you're, yeah. very, you're very active on, uh, on the old Twitter. This is my first time, by the way, that I have done Twitter. I'm trying to do the tweets for the froth podcast. It's the first time I've done Twitter. I sent my first tweet a week ago. And I mean, he, how did he fail? He f***ed it up. Yeah, I f***ed it up. <laughs> so f***ed it up. How did I, how, what did I do? You were going to put test. And then, but then it's sent. <laughs> <laughs> My first tweet is test. <laughs> test. And, then it, and it went out. And then, and then you blocked. Pretty good somebody. response. Pretty good response. Obviously, split the room. You blocked somebody thinking they'd think it was a joke, and then they got really upset. Yeah. Somebody wrote. Somebody wrote. Can't wait. For, can't wait for your podcast. I just went blocked in capital letters. <laughs> just got really upset. You got really upset. And this is why you've not been. You've not yeah. been allowed Twitter until now. Exactly. <laughs> It's going to be a nightmare. Very, so div- I, very divisive. Is it even my test in. tweet? Honestly, that split the room. It really did. I had to step People in. up in arms about it. I had to step in and go. I'm really sorry. He's new to Twitter. <laughs> if you look on our feed, it's mainly Sean apologising for all my tweets. I'm really sorry. He's new. It's like he's from Barcelona. What were you, what he's were you new testing? to Twitter. I, I, what were you testing? Were your you know, your account or the concept of Twitter I, in general? I've never done. I've never done a tweet or Twitter. So. I, you know when you do an email to somebody, you go, I'll just check the email's working. So you send, you just put test in the subject box and send it off. No, no, no that is that? not uh, something that anyone Listen, does. I was around that's at the a, start of the internet. That's, and that's what we did. Carmarthen County Council way of testing the internet. Yeah, well, that is where I learnt to internet. Right. That's where I learned to surf the web. That's a phrase <laughs> you probably haven't heard. <laughs> test. I learned to surf the web in Carmarthen District Council. Right. And that is what we had on the old intranet. And then... Uh, that's what you did, test, and that's what I did. I thought my first tweet, why not just test, see if it works. <laughs> so there, <laughs> bet, bet the most of your tweets. Oh, thanks. Slam, <laughs> blocked. Slam, blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I've started using blocked in real life now. Yeah. Or at least I will once I'm allowed to stand near people to block them. It's not irritating. At the moment, I'm just shouting, thing, shouting across the road, do. blocked. That <laughs> passes by. <laughs> uh, now then, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How's uh, how's off menu going? I mean, I know I know very well, but you enjoying it? Yeah, because well, we went to America at the beginning of the year and just reco- we recorded nearly thirty in the states. Oh, in wow. we did two weeks in the states and just recorded loads of them. So we've just got them all backed up, ready to go. What with Americans, or are you doing remotely with people back here, or a bit of both? <laughs> Well, no, we didn't fly to America to do <laughs> remote podcasts with people in the UK, Rod. Oh, uh, with, what you mean you flew? To, you, so you flew to America to do podcasts with people you could have done it remotely with from the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we were thinking about flying to your house to do this today. <laughs> Why couldn't you just talk to them remotely from your teenage bedroom there in London? It's not a bedroom. Uh, well, it, you know. It's my office. He just well, sleeps there. I said this to Sean. Where do you think the bed is if it's a bedroom? It does look like oh, bunk beds, Ed. I thought, it, I thought the bed was just to the right there by the uh, schoolboy football trophy. No, show. It's not a schoolboy football trophy. <laughs> it's a House of Games, Richard Osman's House of Games trophy, because I won that four out of five days. Thank you. And that's a Taskmaster trophy, Rod. Oh. Marvel at that, mate. Did you win Get Taskmaster Never well. touched one of those. Yes, I won the last series of Taskmaster. God, you've won you. every game show. What's that on the wall? Is that a blankety-blank checkbook on pen? <laughs> <laughs> I that, like to win. Is that a washing machine that you've never used that you won on Bullseye? <laughs> what am I looking at? What am I looking at here on Zoom? <laughs> well, I'm sat in a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> now then, let's start then, shall we? Shall we start this, uh, shall we start this show? Well, do you want your first story of the week? A giant fanged rat which lived with dinosaurs 66 million years ago discovered. I only pulled this one off, uh, as it were, because, <laughs> because Sean had a, a run-in with a rat. Have you ever seen a rat, Ed? <laughs> I've seen a rat, you know, we all live in London, I'm sure we, there's often rats knocking around the tube stations and stuff like that. Have you ever I'm had fine, one? I'm fine with rats. Have you ever had one in your house? Um, no, <laughs> never had a rat in the house. I've had okay. a frog in an old student house. Oh, frog. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever had a rat? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a rat try to swim up your ass while you're on the toilet? 
I wasn't on the toilet. <laughs> I wasn't on the toilet. I was putting the washing in in the toilet, as in in the room. You were putting the washing in the toilet? In the toilet. <laughs> Sean, Sean was sat on the toilet when I a wasn't. rat tried to swim up. I wasn't. I was putting the washing in the washing machine, which is next to the toilet. And I heard this like right. splishy splashing. And uh, and I was like, what's what's going on? So I looked over, there was nothing there. And then uh, I looked back and then, you know, like the, the rats that used to be in the young ones, like the puppet ones that used to talk. Right, okay. And like, yeah. it was like one of those. But yeah, like, well, he was obviously... based on a real rat. That's why he looked a bit like that one. <laughs> but he looked like a cat. It, it well, looked was... like a puppet rat. Yeah, but he was a... But, no, a puppet rat looks like a rat and he was a rat. So they, that's the connection. <laughs> That's the connection. It was because his hair was all wet. It was disgusting. That's like, was... That's like saying I went on safari and I saw an elephant. Have you ever seen Dumbo? It was just like that. <laughs> no, Dumbo's got massive ears. Too big. Oh, yeah, too big. Listen, uh, yeah, he was jumping out of the toilet and uh, it was disgusting. Out of the toilet? was on the toilet, I wasn't on the toilet. On the toilet and a rat tried to come up the sewer, oh. up the yeah. through, into our house, into the toilet and up into the toilet and tried to swim up Sean. No, it didn't. It's just, this is such a lie. I was putting the washing in and, <laughs> and a he, rat He turned out. back at the last minute, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to me. No, it jumped Went up. Went back was... to all the rat mates. He's like, oh, don't even bother. <laughs> do the not, grass is always greener, but just stay here. There. Do stay, not go that way. Stay in the sewer. <laughs> Put bollards up. Put a, put a, put a cordon it off. Cordon it off, rats. <laughs> no, it was Honestly. it was horrific. It was horrific because I'm so not... it had come up from the toilet. It hadn't like come through the house and gone into the toilet and then pulled well, up again. It we out had noticed it had been coming out for quite some time because every time we went to the loo, we noticed that there were like uh, there was water and toilet paper all over the floor, and I was blaming Rod in my head, just going, "Oh bloody hell, Rod's had a, a wild one." This is weird. <laughs> What would happen is, one of us, me in my case, Sean in her case, we'd go to the toilet. <laughs> we would go to the toilet independently, right? So I would go For to the, once. I would go to the toilet. There would be like wet toilet paper all around the toilet seat, and I would and I would just go, "What the fuck is she doing in here? This is gross." Or I would think it was the builders because we had builders around at the time. So it's either me or right. builders. It's either Sean <laughs> yeah. or a bunch of builders. <laughs> <laughs> and but tightly I, comparable. Exactly. One woman or five builders. <laughs> the woman you chose to get married to for the rest of your life, or a bunch of men. Or some men you found in the yellow pages. <laughs> <laughs> or modern equivalents. They have the same toilet habits. <laughs> Right, so I would just, there was all this wet toilet paper, mucky toilet paper around the top of the boat, like everywhere, and then on the floor, and I was like, what is she doing? But I never once took it up with her. And independently of that, she was having exactly this, doing exactly the same thing, and we never once discussed it. We never discussed it, because we just used to think, well, you know, I don't know, maybe he's just going through a phase. (laughs) And it was only after the rat that turned back, as he's now known, I'm writing a film called The Rat That Turned Back, It was only after the rat that turned back that we, that we knew about the rat and that we realised and put it all together, put the whole jigsaw together. The rat had been coming up through the sewer, dragging all the toilet paper up with him through all the sewer, and then getting out onto the toilet bowl with all the toilet paper on him and running round in our Don't bathroom it. with all the toilet I don't paper know on whether him. So it's... it wasn't Sean at all. But also... I don't know whether it's, it's nice or worrying about your marriage that you both independently saw that and thought it's probably them I'll not mention it if my fiance like if I saw that in the toilet first time I saw it I'd, I'd say what the f*** are you doing why is all this toilet paper around the toilet yeah. bowl You'd, so and what she'd is do it? the same to me should we tell them how we got rid of it well you've promised them now and they seem to be keen to hear it so why don't you tell them how right. we happened. got rid of the rat you, didn't, you had nothing to do with it it was me. I had nothing um, to do with it. Sean rat... went back to the toilet and the rat this time <laughs> caught him off guard. <laughs> no, that's not true. It, it was night time. It was quite late. Rod had been out on the piss and uh, was out on the piss when this happened. So I was freaking out on my own. I found a number of a rat catcher and it was just a mobile number and I phoned it because I was desperate because Rod wasn't due back. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I phoned this number and this guy turns up with an assistant who's silent. The assistant doesn't say anything. And the guy who, co- who turns up, the rat catcher, is clearly off his face on something. 
<laughs> right? So he's like sniffing and going, what? Yeah, yeah. Where's this rat then? What what's ta- what's what this rat about? <laughs> like barges. Uh, it's about 1am now. Yeah, and, uh, of course he's so on I'm something. Like, it's 1am. Give the guy a break. He's got to have a couple of lines <laughs> if he wants to go and catch a rat at one in the morning. I arrived back about two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Very drunk. Very, very drunk. Very drunk. drunk. And, and even I walked in and went, what the hell is this guy on? No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. Have, and then I passed no, out. Rod went to sit down and I kept saying, to, I had a puppy under one arm and I kept saying to him, the rat man is downstairs. And you, and you were like, what rat? What, where? <laughs> Constantly. Couldn't, you just <laughs> were hammered. And then I had a decision to make. Do I either leave Rod in the house on his own with this rat man who you don't, you, I cannot get it into your head that Why there's a rat man Why would you leave me asleep on my own with a rat man in the house? Because I had to go and get cash. He, was on, he would only get paid in cash. <laughs> of course he would. Exactly, of course he would. <laughs> yeah, and, this is uh, not a legit yeah. business. You've called someone's mobile number. He's not, it's not a job type. He's not gone to university to be a rat man. <laughs> He's just a guy. He's just a guy with a face. phone. With loads of poison. So this is the middle of the night. It's, the middle, it's now about two or three o'clock in the morning. I've come home very drunk. Going, what? Hey, what who? Rat? What who? rat? What Where? rat man? Fallen asleep on the couch. And this guy. Sean has got a new puppy under her arm. And a this... crazed rat man in the house with a silent assistant who will only be paid in cash. And he will, on only, he will only... Um, he keeps saying to me, I want to talk to the man of the ass. I need to talk to the man of the ass, right? And I kept going, the man of the house is fast asleep on the sofa, hammered. <laughs> I'm the only one you're going to get any sense out of. He put um, loads of poison down and I kept trying to say to him, can you please not do that? Because we have a puppy and the puppy will eat it and die. He said at one point, he said, I want to speak to the man of the house. This is about three o'clock in the morning. And Sean, just, come on then, <laughs> brought him into the lounge, just pointed at me in the fetal position. <laughs> Shit faced on the couch. Went there. He is. Help yourself. Do your worst. What? A, what a weird experience. <laughs> there you go. But it was so terrible. That's how we got rid of the rat. That wasn't actually the rat. Came back after that. We had to get the council in. It was a different rat, I think. How do you? How do you know? <laughs> how do you know? It was a. Di- this one didn't look. He looked like a real rat. This one. Not- <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like a puppet, did he? He was. A di- it was a different rat. He wasn't on the end of somebody's arm. <laughs> I, I wonder if all rat catchers have to be off their face to come out to come out in the middle of the night well you're up to catch you? a rat you've, you've got to be off your face Barry see if you can get hold of a rat catcher <laughs> we might I wouldn't I want to I want to have never spoken to a rat catcher I didn't even I didn't get a chance to speak to that one didn't I get a chance well alright I can't remember I can't remember what he said if I he did, did introduce so. you anyway let's, let's get hold of a rat catcher I want to know if you have to be off your nuts to be, come out in the middle of the night to catch a rat Thanks very much for joining us on Zoom. Uh, this is Scott Mills from Arc Pest Control. This is Rod and Sean. Hey, Scott, Scott Mills. Scott Mills. I am... Hello, how are hello, you? Hello, Scott. I am not going to make any Scott Mills jokes. <laughs> I imagine Please don't you... make any Radio 1 jokes. No, <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. Although it's very hard not to, but I'm not going to. So you are, you're a pest controller, am I right? I am a pest controller. Yeah, I've been in the, uh, in the game for about 15 years. I don't know how, because I'm scared... Shitless for pests. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you genuinely scared? Um, if I see a rat, I'm running quicker than you. So I mean, what do you do? As in- I mean, this is this might seem a <laughs> this isn't like a meant to be a tricky question, Scott. But but are you any good as a pest <laughs> controller? <laughs> Me personally, useless. <laughs> useless. So what do you and do? it wasn't so good in the early days when we started the business because there was only like three of us. So you had to deal so, with them? You know, I had to go out and do a few, the rats and <laughs> bed bugs and stuff. And it's, you know, bed let's face it, it's not very pleasant. Which, which ones are you most, you know, like not afraid or, or you don't like, you know, which ones are you most averse to? I don't like spiders, rats, snakes. I hate not, spiders. I, I can't do them. I, I, okay, my, my top three, going for number three, I would say, coming in at number three, cockroaches. <laughs> right. Number I, two, bed bugs. So oh what's it God. at number one? So cockroaches at yeah. three, two bed bugs? Uh, rats, 100% rats. Rats. Why did you get into it then, like getting rid of rats? Uh, I, ended, I went in for the money, to be right. fair. Right. Nothing more. <laughs> I mean, that is fair enough, but just quickly then, right? I got a couple of a couple of questions for you. Sean was on the toilet. I was not. <laughs> I was in the bathroom putting washing in the washing machine, and a rat came up the toilet. 
that is that is disgusting. I would be off, but yeah. off. It was horrendous. Is it is it common for people in your business <laughs> to be scared of pests and rats and and be? Or, is, or are you unusual? i tell you why I ask. It's because the guy who came round in the middle of the night... The guy I phone... Being generous, you'd say he'd either have a lot of coffee or a lot of Red Bull. But he was off his face. I wonder, maybe... Listen to you now, maybe he was just coping. Maybe that's what it takes to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what you need. I mean, if you're working that late and you're coming out looking down toilets for rats, you know, yeah. you need something. What's the name of your company? Can we get you out to put some rat flaps in, those one-way-only rat flaps on all the toilets? We can. Uh, the company's called Ark Pest Control Limited. It's A-R-K, as in Noah's Ark. And, and hey, and obviously don't come yourself. Send somebody who's not scared of rats. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Can we talk weddings, uh, Ed? Yeah. <laughs> you, Segway. I, now, look, uh, we know that lots of things have been affected by lockdown. One of those things is weddings. And we know that you would do to be married. This We don't know the exact date because we didn't get invited. It got lost in the post somewhere. <laughs> but... Well, now, we now you you've got... Married this year. You've got almost another year to build yourself up in my estimations. You, you might make the new date. <laughs> We better start sucking out. Yeah. Okay, we've really got to work work on this, Danny. What, we've got to Ed? be better friends to Ed so How? we get invited. How? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why we've got you on this. Gifts. Yeah. Gifts are good. Yeah. Gifts. Yeah, you've you've invited me on the podcast, but yeah, gifts, wine, that sort of thing, that's okay, always that's good. That's a good start. Wine. I've got some I've got some wedding stories from the news for you if you want. Okay. Love love hey. to hear them. Okay, here's here's a good headline. Wedding guest reveals how mum got so drunk she shat herself on the dance floor and guests had to evacuate due to the smell. Oh I mean, God. that's... You must... I know yours didn't go ahead, but that's worse than yours, sure. That's worse than yours that's not worse. going ahead, isn't it? And a Zoom yeah. wedding. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather no wedding than uh, mother of the bride or groom shitting themselves so badly that everyone has to leave. Let me read. Nobody can begrudge a mum a wild night out once in a while when she's away from the kids, but few would advise getting so merry at a wedding you end up having a number two on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, though. Nobody would advise that. Not advise it. Few would advise getting so merry at a wedding you end up having a number two on the dance floor, forcing a mass evacuation, <laughs> and then just in case you weren't sure why, because of the smell, it says. <laughs> The, By the, the way, phrase... I should point out, if you want to know where I got this story from, it's in the Sun's Fabulous section. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Fabulous section? It's, I don't know. It's, what, glamorous it's, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of like, uh, I don't know, gossipy story, show busy, fabulous. <laughs> Weddings, glamour. <laughs> a wedding guest has revealed how a mum got so drunk at a wedding, she shut herself on the dance floor. Hang on, was it her... What? It? Let me read you the story, okay, shall okay. I? We've Sorry. all got questions. It's very well written. It's very well written. It's in the fabulous section. This is, however, exactly what happened at the nuptials of a horrified couple recently, according <laughs> to a fellow wedding guest who witnessed the drama. The woman called, I will hold back the name, but it does say the name, uh, revealed how she went to a gorgeous wedding with a beautifully a beautiful ceremony that was followed by a pre-reception cocktail hour with free beer and wine. She explained that a mum, who she called... Something was hammering down red wine like nobody's business, <laughs> which was very obvious since it was a small wedding of only 50 to 60 people. <laughs> oh, God. After the hour was over, this is happy hour, remember, we all headed to the reception area where there was another free beer and wine bar <laughs> for dinner, speeches and dances. The mum got dinner, but I can't even tell you how many trips she made to the bar for red wine. By the time the speeches took place... She was plastered. She talked loudly through all of the speeches. At, at the time, I imagine people <laughs> felt that was pretty bad form. Um, she talked loudly through all of the speeches and everyone noticed. When she got to the dance floor, she was like a rhino with cannonballs of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? She got so drunk, she had a number two on the dance floor, leaving a smell so bad, the reception had to be evacuated. What do you mean cannonballs of red wine? She was, I don't know, some of the descriptions of what she was drinking. Right. She was trying to dance while bumping into people and double fisting cups of red wine above her head. I don't know what that means either. What does that mean? 
We've lived a sheltered life. I've never been to a, a wedding where people are doing a rhino with cannonballs and double fisting. <laughs> Have you ever double when... fisted a cup of red wine? I don't. I really don't know what that means. She was absolutely covered in red wine, <laughs> even on the back. It literally looked like she'd taken a cabernet shower. I mean, who hasn't had one of them in the past? Oh, what? <laughs> a cabernet shower. You can't At say literally she... like that's a phrase. You can't. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've she taken a cabernet shout... shower. Literally. She was shouting that she didn't have her kids with her so she could party on. There we go. I <laughs> got literally. That's so funny. It literally looked like she took a cabernet shower. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. Literally. Um, at one point, she tried to dance with the bride and almost spilled wine on her very expensive white dress. How much wine did she have? <laughs> She's been rhino. She's, She's been rhinoing cannonballs and double fisting cups. Haven't you been reading? She literally looked imagine... like she took a cabernet shower. I imagine her now looking like just... looking like the end of Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is like is Stephen all, King. Is this all coming from a witness? One witness. Yeah, How is... drunk are they? Well, well she, I mean, because this sounds bonkers. Judging by the imaginative storytelling and use of language, she was quite sober by the sounds of it. I mean, she's obviously taken some time to pen this. Um, the kicker: she got so drunk that she shut herself on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag wedding guest fail. Wow. After being after being posted on a Facebook group, <laughs> the post. What? After being posted on a Facebook group, the post quickly garnered 2.3 thousand likes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right. This feature is called Froth of the Week, Ed. I'm going to pitch right. you three frothy stories. Three frothy stories. Your job, you and Sean, is to pick the frothiest of the, fr- the three frothy stories. Right, your, th- your three frothy stories. I'll give you the three headlines. Woman to make world's biggest chips after buying potato bigger than her head. Amanda Holden fans spot image of Pat Butcher in her knee. Or the Queen has been styling her own hair while isolating at Windsor Castle. Um, I'll read you the story. See what you think. The Queen has been styling her own hair while isolating at Windsor Castle with Prince Philip as she, inverted commas, keeps calm and makes the best of things. A royal source claims. Her Majesty, 94, has impressed fans with how good her locks looked during her two recent televised addresses to the nation. And now a royal insider has revealed that the monarch has styled her own hair since a hairdresser isn't available. Um, The source said... Uh, she's done her own hair for years at Balmoral during her summer holidays, so she's used to doing it. But isn't that when she wears, like, a scarf? She just wears a scarf around it. Does she? Yeah. I didn't when know she, she did her outside. own hair, though. Fair play. But it's just old actually... woman hair, isn't it? <laughs> it's just old woman <laughs> it's just hair. just old woman hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, do you just put a hairnet on and then go How to How offensive. No, but my gran had the same hairstyle for literally 30 years. 
like curly Yeah, but you still tight. got to do something. You, still, hit. you still got to do something with it, right? You've still got no. to put some work into it. No? <laughs> no. It doesn't just wake up you like st- that. D- no, because it was so tight and curls, like, and set. That's what it's called. It's set. Yeah. That when you wake up and you wear a hairnet, you take the hairnet off and it's exactly the same as it was yesterday. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, get this. It says here she washes, dries, and sets it herself. And she's very good at it, it says, a bit defensively. Do you think she holds up a, an old fiver so that she can see what her hair usually looks like? <laughs> 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 just like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, she holds yeah. up a stamp, I think. A stamp? And just, and she lies down with her head on a stamp and just cuts around it. Oh, that'd be too small. Or fair play to her. If she's, that's fair. Oh, that's imagine fair if she did that by accident one day tiny, and had a tiny little hairdo. Tiny. Oh hair. God! Look what I've done. I've laid down on a stamp. I've laid down on a stamp. I've used the stamp as a stencil to cut my hair, and now my head is one inch square. <laughs> and sticky. <laughs> she's had lots of practice. So she knows exactly what to do. It's typical of her that she just keeps calm and makes the best of things. She's been carrying on and doing it at Windsor because no outsiders are allowed into the castle to see her, Prince Philip, who's 99 next month, and her 22 devoted staff. (laughs) (laughs) No way! Yeah, just isolating. (laughs) (laughs) She's just her, Prince Philip, and 22 devoted staff have been making the best of things in in Windsor Castle. I tell you what, it's affected us all, hasn't it? It's been the same for us. It's a great equaliser. It is a leveller. A great leveller. That's one story, right? The Queen's been cutting her right. own hair. Telly star Amanda Holden appears to have been haunted by the ghost of EastEnders legend Pat Butcher, <laughs> as fans pointed out the character's face in her knee. Amanda Holden's fans have spotted the spooky image of Pat Butcher in her knee. It really does look like her. It really does look like her, yeah. For knees. And the other the other knee looks like Donald Trump, which some people have pointed out as well. I mean, it really <laughs> does. Considering it's a knee, it really does look what like a Pat couple. Butcher. Amanda Holden's... She's not even dead, is she, Pam St. Clement? In, no. in EastEnders she is. <laughs> oh, is she? Yeah. Is Pat dead in EastEnders? Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Well, no, it was like oh, ten years ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fans rushed to comment with one writing, definitely Pat Butcher. Another added, is that Donald Trump on your knee? This is the other knee they're talking about now. <laughs> While a third person wrote... As you can see, it's really got the internet going, this. A <laughs> caps... Look, they look like Anton Deck. <laughs> Like uh, one more follower. This is the fourth one now. Remember, thought the faces looked more like Simon Cowell and Piers Morgan. <laughs> People are just seeing what they want now. <laughs> Others, oh, there are more. Others saw it as more of a religious sign. <laughs> With one right, there's always one. <laughs> I see Jesus. <laughs> so that's your second story of the week, right? Your third frothy story. I mean, that's a contender. I just want to say that's more of a contender than the Queen's hair, I'd say. Yes. You think there's more of a story in the Queen. This is your third contender for froth of the week. It's a woman to make world's biggest chips after buying potato bigger than her head. Uh, a woman <laughs> reckons she can make the world's chunkiest chips after buying a potato bigger than her head. Uh, I'll How keep... big is her head? The person, aged 30, right. looked in her shopping... Jessie Lynn, her name is. Jessie Lynn, 30, looked in her shopping and was stunned to find the 8.5 inch potato. I'm rubbish with like measurements, as you know. Like, how, how big is that? Well, <laughs> how big is 8.5 inches? Yeah, because we have no idea. When you say, when you say <laughs> we. Don't be creepy. <laughs> do it with your hands. Don't do it, Rod. Don't make that joke. <laughs> Don't I, I'm be trying creepy. to stop myself. <laughs> I, might have, I might have to just be quiet for <laughs> ten, ten, ten seconds because I can't. If I talk, it's going to come out. I mean, it's quite. That's quite a big potato, I'd say. I wouldn't say that's. A, <laughs> it's not a massive potato, is it? Isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, what eight and a half inches? It's quite a big potato. Oh, it is a big potato, Ed. Well, it depends on <laughs> how you're measuring it. Are we, are we still it? talking about potatoes? Yes. Or not? I can't yeah, remember. No, everyone, we are, we are. everyone else is talking about potatoes. <laughs> yeah. You're are, trying not to talk about your penis. Let, <laughs> let's just clear this up. We are, we're talking about the potato, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. we always have okay. been, yeah. Okay, fine, yeah. <laughs> 
It depends yeah. how you're measuring the potato. Is it, are we yeah. talking end to end, or are we <laughs> or talking girth? <laughs> or girth? You're so childish. Are we talking right to the tip? <laughs> or <are> we... <laughs> You've really got to get the ruler down in the base. <laughs> <laughs> and what? <laughs> so what has she done? She sliced it into what? She sliced it. She well, into, she into she hasn't. This this is chips. why this is why I think this is my contender for frothiest story of the week. She's done yeah. nothing with it so far. The story <laughs> is that she might chop it into some chips. She's thinking she may, about she doing it. Some chips. Okay, yeah. okay. Right. Okay. She hasn't even done it. She hasn't, she hasn't done thinking it. about it. She says she might make... <laughs> Did she phone the newspaper to say that? Essentially, this story is a woman might make chips. Yeah. <laughs> woman thinks about making chips. Right. That's, that's all she's done so far. I've considered it. Mind you, if you had an eight and a half inch one on your hands, you'd be trying to think what to do with it. It weighs two pounds. I don't... That means nothing to me. I'm so bad with measurements. All right. Think of a penis that weighs the same as a bag of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Support worker Jesse was preparing tea. Right. Could be a cup of tea. Could be tea as an early evening meal. We don't know. Okay. On Monday. Don't know what Monday it was. <laughs> when the huge potato emerged from her shopping bag. She said the Titanic tuber. Wow. I mean, I doubt if those are her words. <laughs> are they? What, who do you think it is? The guest from the wedding from before? <laughs> you probably. <laughs> the really eloquent description. The Titanic tuber, which uh, for those of you struggling with that, just means a massive potato. <laughs> terrified her cat Styles, who was scared it might jump at her. <laughs> I mean, how do they know that? We'll never know. Support worker Jesse was preparing tea on Monday when the colossal... They've just started the same... Again? <laughs> Look at the next paragraph! It must be relevant. The next paragraph. Support worker Jesse was preparing tea on Monday when the colossal carbohydrate emerged from her shopping bag. This is definitely the frothiest, frothiest story when you're right. having to just redo every paragraph with a different description of the potato. <laughs> <laughs> Support worker Jesse was preparing tea on Monday when the colossal carbohydrate, also known as the uh, Titanic tuber from the last paragraph, emerged from her shopping bag. She said, I was shocked. I thought, that can't be a potato. No way. I measured it and it is eight and a half inches long. Bigger than my head. So she must have measured her head how just around the same time. Your head's tiny. Your please head's like a new potato. Please tell me how big eight and a half inches is. Just do it with your hands, please. Because I can't... I, I, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm so lost. We've been through this, Sean. Without making it about your crotch. <laughs> it's, quite a it. big, it's quite a is big, it big potato. Ed, a, you do it with your hands. No, it would be a big, it would be a very big potato, Ed. Right. That big? Do it with your hands, Ed. Show us eight and a half big. inches. Okay. Yeah, that's a big potato. That is. Okay. You've yeah, got a tiny big. little head. I've your head is nowhere. Head. Your head no. is like a little salad potato. <laughs> half one. Yeah. Just to let the listeners know, we're recording this over Zoom and I can't see Sean's head because of the microphone. <laughs> it's it's perfectly obscured. It's that tiny. Ed said to me earlier, Ed freaked out when we first put up the, the Zoom thing here when we could see each other. Ed yeah. freaked out because he thought your headphones were floating. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding the potato. This is, get this. This is going to blow your minds. Just holding the potato to take the photos made my wrist ache. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Jessie showed the pictures to her friends who think I've gone bonkers. Jessie says her dog, Sadie, just wants to eat the potato. How many animals does she have? <laughs> her horse, her all... horse refused to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, we're coming on to what the penguin thinks now. She went on, I showed my fiancé, and he always comes out with one-liners. Hang on a minute. This should be good. I showed my fiancé, he always comes out with one-liners. Um, he said... <laughs> oh, God, he is good. It's not real. It's potato-shopped, he said. Oh, my, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. That does not work at all. <laughs> potato-shopped? 
Photoshop, potato shop. Come on. Oh, well, Come we all then. know. So and that is, he wasn't given 20 minutes to think of that or a few hours to prepare. That is, stri- he's seen it, whoa, bang. Some, I mean, I, I, I get the joke now. Sometimes if someone says potato, I often think they've said photo or vice versa. <laughs> Yeah. Should we have a quick photo? Yeah. <laughs> quick potato, everyone. Mean, everyone gather around, we're going to have a quick potato. <laughs> what do you mean you're having your potatoes developed? <laughs> Jessie says she's unsure what to do with the potato. <laughs> <laughs> Which she got from her local vent shop. <coughs> she, she has it proudly displayed on the kitchen worktop. Why didn't... <laughs> right. I mean, she's just put it on the kitchen worktop, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying our toaster is proudly displayed <laughs> on the kitchen worktop. She's proudly displayed on the kitchen worktop. Styles, if you remember, the cat won't go near it. And the dog, Sadie, if you remember, wants to eat it. But Jessie is unsure what to do with it. Uh, it's honestly part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cut it up, but I don't want it to go to waste. Oh, so that's oh. so the story oh, now. After we've read that headline, the actual story is woman doesn't want to make chips. Yeah. Well, no. It's perplexed. Be- because the closing remark ah. is maybe I could use it to make the world's biggest chips. But so no Jessie. one's checked that. They're not going to be the world's biggest chips, are they? Because I've just looked that up, um, and uh, a man called John Benbenek uh, found a 34-inch French fry from a- in a pile of curly fries. Wow. Hang on, how can you find a 34-inch French fry? Hang on a minute, though. Hang on a minute. That's a curly fry. Surely that sticks. That would be up here. A curly fry, then, has been made not by a single slice of it. So she could possibly... could. This is a question for a scientist. Could she make, from an 8.5-inch, two-pound potato, could you make a 34-inch curly fry out of that? We need need to get somebody... if you're spiralising it, yeah, yeah. You could probably, yeah, yeah, probably could. You might be able to. We need to speak to somebody, Barry, who knows would know who would know that kind of thing. Who would... um, I, I reckon maybe someone. Uh, Matt Kirshen's very good at maths. Um, he's a he's a he's a Cambridge graduate in maths. I reckon he might be a, a shout if he's about. Possibly, he might be able to work that out in an instant. I'm genuinely vaguely interested in that. <laughs> He'll also probably know about some American records as well and some big, you know, big hamburger or something. There's a thing in... Um, there's a place... <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if we, didn't, if we didn't have enough reason to rig him already... I mean, yeah. But I don't know. I can't work that out. What, we either need a mathematician or a physicist, don't we? Or a chip guy. We need or, someone... or, or somebody who works in a chip shop. Do we know anybody? Barry, do we know anybody who's either a physicist, a mathematician, or works in a chip shop? Your grandmother used to work in... Oh, she's dead. Yeah, she's not... Let's try him, and then we'll try your grandma, dead grandmother who used to work in a chip shop. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, let's hope Matt delivers. Yeah, let's, let's hope Matt delivers, because otherwise we have to go to Sean's dead grandmother who used to run a chip shop. Yeah. Your mother, your grandmother used to work in Priory Chip Shop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's shut now, in lockdown anyway. And she's dead, so. <laughs> 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 huh? we're never, well, we're never going to get hold of her. There's too many obstacles. <laughs> come on, let's speak Come on, let's, Sorry, get Matt, let's get Matt on the line. Get Matt Kirshen on the line. I haven't seen him for years. Hello. How hey, are you doing, Matt. mate? I'm very good. How are you? I am very, very well. We can see you on the screen there over in... Where are you in America? I'm in Los Angeles right now. Oh, nice. Oh, is that where you live? That is where I live. Now, listen, Matt, we rang you. We rang you to get to the bottom of something here, right? Look, this woman's gone to the shop. She's come home from the shop with an eight and a half inch potato. We presume that is length, not girth. Okay. I'm, I'm writing this down. Write this down. Just as if we were in an exam. A woman buys an 8.5 inch potato, which weighs, right. which weighs two pounds. Which, okay. for those of you, if you want kilos, that's about a kilo, isn't it? Not far off. How I much is that I, in other things so that I can keep it? It's about a bag of sugar, I think, or, or a kilogram is 2.2 pounds, so it's just less than a kilogram. Household stuff? Um, you know that, uh, that um, what do you call that thing you do with your arms? Dumbbell. Dumbbell. Yeah. Uh, your dumbbell is three kilograms, so it's one third of that. <laughs> so the potato... Sean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sean, it's about, it's about a quarter of a baby. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, a quarter of a standard eight-pound baby. Right. 
<laughs> the regulation. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. And it's a quarter of that. Quarter so just of picture it. a quarter of whatever that baby yeah. is. Or a bag of sugar. Is it in swaddling or not? No, because babies haven't been in swaddling since Egyptian times. <laughs> <laughs> I get all of my baby information from hymns and carols. (laughs) Yes, imagine a babe in swaddling clothes. And then you are, I mean, just to put it, just so the listeners aren't in any doubt, a babe in swaddling clothes. There you go. Oh, no, a quarter of a baby in swaddling. A A baby's leg swaddled. Imagine a swaddled baby's leg. And then I think we're all on the same page now. (laughs) Maybe I could use the potato to make the world's biggest chips. Now then, the question is, can she make the world's biggest chip from an 8.5-inch, two-pound, brackets, swaddled (laughs) babe's leg, (laughs) potato? So, hang on, how long was the longest chip, did you say? I think it was 34 inches. Can we just Google that, double-check it? 34 inches. Now, do you know how long that is, Sha? 34 inches? Yeah. What do you mean? You know how long, roughly, that is? A donkey... Yeah, yeah, exactly. A donkey. It's eighty-six centimeters. Is the thirty-six centimeters? If we want to be metric about it. Yeah. Okay, so the first thing we need to know is how we we're going to need to know the volume of this potato. All we know is it's two pounds. How do you find out the volume? So we know its weight and its length. All right. Okay. So uh, the first result that came up when I searched for what is the average density of a potato mm-hmm. is. Um, 675 kilograms per meters cubed. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> At least you've got something the, to work with. <laughs> <laughs> something to work with. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that would mean. So it, the potato is 0.9 kilograms, yeah. which means. Which would give us an approximate volume of 0.00133 meters cubed. Right. Which is 1,000. 333 centimetres cubed. Okay. Uh, what sort of curly chip could we get from that, do you think? <laughs> well, then, well, then the, ne- <laughs> the next thing we need to think about is what is the cross-sectional yeah. area yeah. of a curly chip? Well, let's say seven millimetres. Seven millimetres by seven millimetres. Yeah, 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 yeah. Final answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that still gives us just over... 0.49 centimeters squared is the cross-sectional area, so okay. it's about half a centimeter squared. Which means, yeah, in theory, I think you could get a longer chip out of this, because <laughs> because you've got you've got over a thousand centimeters cubed to play with. Right. Is it is this is this the right point to remind you that I did fail my exams <laughs> and uh, <laughs> had to flag my way back into university, and then very. And then started doing comedy instead. <laughs> but, oh, so when Barry said, we'll ring up Matt and Kirsten, what he, what he didn't say was you're a failed mathematician. What do we think? Look, Matt is still working away there. He's still beavering away. I, <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you think, Matt? I, I am, because cause he, here's the thing. Um, Once a mathematician, always a mathematician. Yeah, according to my... You can, theoretically, kick, you can kick the boy out of Cambridge. Yeah. <laughs> The longest chip you could get if you were in some way able to cut it in one continuous yeah. helix without without <laughs> it falling apart or breaking and somehow make it all work yeah. would be over 26 meters long. Wow. <gasps> but, wow. But I feel like I've got it wrong and one of your listeners is going to write in and explain why I'm wrong. Yeah. No. If they do, we will simply ignore the nerdy twat. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, when, so when she says maybe I could use it to make what the world's biggest chips, she was not kidding. It's like that fact about lungs, isn't it? You know the one where you roll lungs out. It, apparently, they cover yeah. a tennis court. Is it lungs or intestine? Right, or, or you're like small intestine. <laughs> it's intestine, isn't it? It's one. Well, of, it's one a bunch of, the of things like that in the body. Yeah, like your small intestine. That's and it. yeah, your yeah tennis court. All I know is all of it. Reaches the moon. So if you cut your but arms and legs off and put, stretch them out, what if you have they, a very they, small they reach head the moon? Like if you cut your fingers off and put them in a line, they reach the moon. <laughs> Take your teeth out, put them in a row. Yeah. <laughs> it always, it always, it always, always reaches the moon. It's one of those facts. It's like one of those magic. To be honest, it, it's amazing. It's amazing we didn't get to the moon sooner. <laughs> 
all we've got time for. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, and thanks to special guest Ed Gamble. Thanks, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Cheers, guys. That was really fun. Thanks to Matt Kirshen and Scott Mills. Don't forget, you can catch Matt's podcast, Probably Science, and you can find us on social media at The Froth Podcast for some extra froth content. And if you happen to like any of this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe and give us five stars. And tell everyone you know. Spread the love. Tune in next week. This podcast was a Than Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 